Smash cut. A technique in film where one scene abruptly cuts to another without transition. Much like a typical conversation with me and my friends when discussing film, television, music, video games, or anything else that happens to come up. This is the idea behind the show, Smash Cuts. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Smash Cuts. I'm Rich Gabon. With me is Jacqueline Kemick. Hello! And we are back for the new year. I'm trying to remember, did we record for the new year? I don't think we did. I think... I, you know, we recorded really recently, but I can't remember if it was <laughs> yeah, I know. after the new year or just before it. <laughs> I know. Last time we, would talk, we talked all about Spider-Man and what was so mm-hmm. funny about that was um, we talked about Spider-Man and there was another big movie that came out that, that weekend, which com- I completely forgot to mention, which was The Matrix. Well, well yeah. I mean, priorities, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, well, before we jump into anything else, what did you think of uh, Mace- Ma- Masix, uh, Matrix? The Matrix, yeah, I thought yeah. that it was, I thought I enjoyed it. I did. I really enjoyed it. I definitely think that it was very clear what kind of you know stick it to the man statement it was Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) um i know you and i had had a conversation previously about how you know what was it warner brothers was gonna go forward with this movie with or without them as creators so um was it lana wachowski yeah yeah i think and then she decided that uh you know, okay, I, I guess if I'm going to make a movie, um, this is the movie I'm going to make. Which I liked mm-hmm. a lot of that. I, I liked I liked a lot of parts of it. Uh, I like right. I liked I liked the meta aspect of it. Like I like the whole thing where the Matrix video game is a movie. I mean, the movie is a video mm-hmm. game, and it happened. Mm-hmm. And but there was, um, I thought that it took a lot of time with the setup, right? Like that's that was it the did. only. Topic. It- it really did. Like, I, there were some cool things. There were definitely a lot of really cool parts. Um, but I didn't think it was amazing. And I know, like, I kind of liked how it kind of was referencing, like, you can't have another Matrix, you know? And yeah. it's talking about being stuck in cycles and loops. And so I, I completely appreciate that it, it was a bit self-aware in that way. But I agree. I think that the um, the setup, like, you know, he's, he's not Neo for, like, 90% of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> no, and it's just like, oh, it's tough. It's and they tough. keep showing <laughs> clips from the, it's weird. They show clips mm-hmm. from the movie. Well, I, I did see, I liked it when, like when it first started and you're seeing the first matrix play out, but differently with somebody mm-hmm. else in the role. I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting, you know, that, yes. because it's kind of that thing of, I remember in What's the original on, movie, yeah. they kind of had said that, you know, it's happened so many times and I'm like, right. oh, that's kind of an interesting concept that I thought that's where it was going, that mm-hmm. it was going to happen again. And someone figured out that it's happening or it has happened and they decided to find Neo, you know, and that and I thought that's how they were going to bring him in. I didn't realize it was Neo who who was making wrote that, yeah. the game like it, it was very it was a very interesting idea, but it, it had it was a movie that had too many ideas at times. Yeah, it seemed crowded. Um, it seemed like it was it was trying to do a lot of things, and it, I, I don't know. I really don't understand why um, <laughs> why he looked the way he did. Like why they made him yeah. look the way he did in his like avatar. His like <clears throat> like how people see him and like what was it that I had said to you? He looked like. Um, that character actor, like henchman from the eighties, that was in like <laughs> oh my god, I blind yeah, um, lethal weapon and and um, Die Hard and everything. Yes, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, the Asian guy, yeah, uh, or something like that. Yes, something yeah, like that. I don't yeah. Remember. He was in uh, the Golden Child, and he was in um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what was the other movie we figured out he was in? He was in Die Hard. He was in he was a lot. He was yeah, in a lot. I still have a hard time remembering his name. Poor yeah. Guy. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. He looked, and then he also kind of looked like, um, uh, what was it? When I saw the, you know, the SpongeBob movie that came out, uh, he was in that movie as the sage, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Keanu Reeves. And he looked like that. Like he looked like he, he was doing that part, like he, cause he had the mm-hmm. beard and everything. He kind of looked like Thor in, in the Avengers when he's like out of shape. <laughs> and mm-hmm. he kind of had that Lebowski Thor look to him. Like it was, 
it was weird. But but so so now the whole the whole concept of this movie really was to turn it around and say Neo wasn't the one; it was Trinity was the one. Right? Well, okay, maybe maybe my understanding was a little bit different, but. Um... It was almost like them as a powerhouse together, you know, and yeah. kind of pushing each other, you know, and, and unlocking different kind of abilities. Like them together was the anomaly. And and in this case, she was the stronger version. You know, I, I almost wonder if, you know, this is a cycle that goes on and on and on. You could have many different versions where one is stronger than the other or they're both strong together. Or this, that, the other. Maybe maybe I got that wrong. But yeah, that yeah. was my takeaway. No, you're probably you're probably right because I mean I think I don't think there was a clear because it was uh, love. Richard. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> it was that was the whole, but it was it was very odd because I felt like it felt like a TV show of the Matrix where mm-hmm. you're waiting for the you know it's setting up like the first like where's the show that has 24 episodes so they have to fill up the time <laughs> like like that was my only problem with it, it was like I was like wow they. You know, it's I like it, but it's using a lot of time. And I remember the first time around with the first Matrix, like as soon as I saw it, I wanted to get back in line and watch it again. You know, yeah, I, I watched that movie nine times in the theater when I came out. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I was me one too. of those kids. I was in high school. <laughs> yeah, I was I was I was way out of high school, but I but I went back into the theater oh, over yeah, and yeah. over. Yeah. And then I uh, same thing with the um the second one and, and the third one I only saw twice. I saw twice yeah, in the theater. I kind of fell off on those two. I wanted to like them as much as the first one, but I I didn't stay connected to them as as much as I wish I had. And maybe it was because it got too too cerebral for me in that last one. Um Yeah. And the second I, one I just didn't think hit as for as as close to home. I don't know. That The second one, one was, was just very special. big. It was very mm-hmm. it was very and I it's I think for me, I was living in San Francisco at the time, and they were filming it. And what always amazed me was, um, I always remember the news that morning was like, and if you look at the uh, 280 today, you know, you'll see that there's absolutely no traffic, right? And then they're like, fooled you. And it turned out that the production had built a 280 highway next to 280, the actual oh. highway. <laughs> And it, to film the all of those action sequences, and they did it right, you know, right in the, like, in the correct right? area. But it was, but it was great because I I remember being there when they were filming that, and and all the chaos in San Francisco that was happening. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> so I really liked the second one only because I I and I also think I liked the second one because I liked how many times we went into the Matrix world, and there was promises of things like I like when they introduced the kind of horror aspect and the ghosts and the werewolves mm-hmm. and you kind of thought, Oh wow, what's, where's this going to go? You know, that it was exciting, mm-hmm, and it, mm-hmm. but they completely dropped that in the third one. Like, I don't know if they, they just were going to integrate that into the, I guess it was more into the video game where you got a lot of those little aspects, but, but, um, uh, yeah. so, so that, that's the thing. So, I kind of like I I like the idea of going back to the Matrix and and seeing that world again, but I again I I feel like they went they didn't do you know he didn't have powers this time he didn't he he wasn't like the one and that's fine but it would have been nice if if at least somebody else was or something I, right. I don't know just just to give us more it was strange because it was try it was paralleling so much it was pulling so much uh, footage like you were saying from the first film even um the morpheus program was a little weird you know it was it was a, like a little unsettling i don't know um no. i really <clears throat> i really did like the villains though i thought that both um jonathan groff whom I was so surprised was cast as a villain. (laughs) He just seemed like such a strange, uh, strange cast, but I, I thought he did a great job and, um, you know, Doogie Howser, Mm -hmm. obviously he'll never get away from that. I'm so sorry. But, uh, um, as the, the analyst, which I thought was brilliant. I thought it was really good. Like there were a lot of things that I liked, but I agree. It felt like it was almost killing time. Um, with filler episodes throughout the mm-hmm. movie, which I feel like a lot of movies lately have been, but maybe it's because we're getting more impatient. Maybe that's <laughs> it. Could be what it is. As an audience. 
Yeah, I mean, I could, but I what I what the thing I do, even though I saw it at home, I I still said to myself, would this have been something I would have enjoyed in the theater? And I think I would have I would have started to feel like, all right, what am I what am I doing here? Kind of feeling. I think the one thing with the pandemic is that you you start to I started looking at movies differently in terms of is this is this worth my time in a movie theater? Is this worth my time? Mm-hmm. Or would I would I enjoy this better at home? You know, mm-hmm. and uh, um, Matrix is one where I'm glad I saw it at home. I'm sure it would have looked amazing for for this a lot of the scenes, but at the same time, I don't. Uh, it's you know, Blade Runner looked amazing and on the big screen, but mm-hmm. I think I still you know the second one. But I think I still enjoyed watching that second one again at home than if I rather than going into the theater to seeing it. You know, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's a hard uh, uh, that's a hard one. I really liked the finale. I thought like the ending action sequences I thought were really great. There was that moment with all of the people being turned and dive bombing. I mm-hmm. that was truly horrific. Like that yeah, was terrifying. It was weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um so I mean I, I don't know. I feel like it was I feel like I really did I had an enjoyable night. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I enjoyed myself. It just didn't like make me go oh yeah yeah i love that that's so great even but i like i said at the beginning of this conversation i really felt like the point was made and mm-hmm. i feel like it was a fair point <laughs> you know? yeah yeah like, it was a fair point but what's weird too is like i back in the day like if if i had you know let's say the first matrix or, or even the second one came out uh and and you were able to watch it at home right from the get-go mm-hmm. I probably would have watched it like that whole weekend. I would have kept watching it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I didn't go back and rewatch this. I haven't. I watched. I rewatched. I went back and rewatched the ending because I remember feeling a little tired towards the end because I, I mm-hmm. we started it pretty late and and uh, by the time it was ending, it was already like you know like one in the morning I think or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I was already starting to drift, but I I still I stayed with it though and uh, made it to the end. But I just wanted to rewatch. Just in case I missed anything, but well, um, you know what I, you know what I, one thing that kind of stuck out just because I've also been watching Yellow Jackets, is Christina Ricci was in there for like five seconds. Yeah, yeah. What like, was what that was about? That? <laughs> yeah, was, I thought that I was weird too. The character was was bigger and maybe got cut down, or maybe maybe she was just a big Matrix fan and wanted to be a part of it. But I was just like, what what's going on with Christina Ricci? Because She's been great in Yellow Jackets. Uh, that that show yeah, can you tell- had its first season. That was fantastic. Not now. I don't want to. I don't want to get away from Matrix too much. But okay, I, everybody's right. been talking about Yellow Jackets. <laughs> I have no idea what this show. I kept confusing it until recently when I when I saw. I didn't even see. I, I saw an article and I said, "Oh, that's not Yellowstone." I kept thinking Yellowstone, oh, Yellowstone and Yellow Jackets yeah. <laughs> were the same show. So, and I know what Yellowstone is, kind of. But um, what is yellow? What is Yellow Jackets? Like I don't so know what that is. Yellow Jackets. I'm pretty sure. I think it might have been a Showtime show. Maybe oh, um, I forget one. where it's on, but it's it's on. You know, one of yeah, it is. It's Showtime. Um, where it's following this group of soccer players that basically gets lost in the wilderness from a plane crash when they were on the the like a playing to get to some sort of a tournament you know when they're teens in Mm -hmm. high school or whatever and apparently they were lost in that wilderness for like a few years well i don't want to say a few i don't i think that they haven't clarified exactly how long but but it's it's not a true story though right i mean besides all i know alive is a true story but this is a different this isn't okay but we're also so we're seeing flashbacks of them like with the plane crash and them in the forest and you know surviving and this that and the other but we're also seeing uh some of them current day and so you have basically like two actresses playing the same role one a younger actress and one the older actress so christina ricci um juliette lewis um who else is in there i don't know it's good people um some that I don't recognize, but I really like, and I probably would know them from other things if I looked them up, but it's, it, it is, it's very good. And 
very compelling because all of a sudden it's like their secrets are going to come out. Like everybody wants to know what happened. And mm. I think all the girls have been very tight lipped or maybe they have a solid story that they're sticking to, but everybody's like, yeah, but what really happened? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then there's some interesting drama. Um, they ate somebody on. though, right? That's, that's, well, that's what everybody wants to know. <laughs> everybody's like, somebody okay, was eating. Yeah. Tell me when, tell me when the eating happened. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> um, it, and weird, like weird things are happening. Things that seem like very supernatural, you know, both in the flashbacks and in current day sometimes. Hmm. Um, but yeah, basically somebody's trying to blackmail some of the survivors with like, we're, we know what you did, you know, like that oh, kind of okay. thing. And like, I don't know. Very interesting though. Um, Does it have a loss feel to it in a way, or is it yeah, like with the I flash could, forwards, I could, flashbacks? I could definitely see why, you know, anybody would make that connection. I, and, and especially with them, and they're not on an Island specifically, but they are, you know, <laughs> yeah, stranded. Yeah. so I could totally see that parallel. Hmm. Uh, but to, it is, it is very compelling. It I want to know more. Obviously it's one of those things where you're like mad at it because you're like, I just want to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell me what's going on. <laughs> Just to get it over with, right? Right. You, but you don't want the show to end because you like the show. I know the show. that's the problem. Yeah. Like, and, and the first season um, is over, and um, I really, I really enjoyed it, but I'm still mad at it because I'm just like, I just want to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How funny! Oh, you know what show I, I have? I'm only on the, the third. I did. I watched the third episode, but I have been watching Peacemaker. Um, oh yeah, yes. We have watched all of the four episodes that have been released so far. Okay, yeah. I and... have to say, I real, I really like it. I, I mean, it's, I, I don't know what it is about. I don't like John Cena much. Oh my god, but, I do but, not. But he, I, this is perfect for him because he, he's not likable anyway. Right. But I have right. to say, the opening, it, the show got me with the opening credits. Because as soon as I saw that, and I know that's yeah. James Dunn, James Dunn's kind of yes. thing where he, he always has a musical number in all mm-hmm. of his in uh, films, but I just what I find funny about it is I it make it reminds me of The Simpsons or something where do you know like I don't know if you used to watch Simpsons, but you know when they would have like a big party and they'd have all these every cast you know every character from The mm-hmm. Simpsons like they'd have the mobsters sitting with the police officers and right. the, you know at the part that i just think that that dance number is so funny mm-hmm. because every character that doesn't make sense to be together yeah. and just dancing in that choreographed dance I don't know. It There's something that makes goofy. me happy about it. I, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I, and the song is funny. I am warming up to it. I am warming up to it. I really hated the first episode. Did you? I hated <laughs> it so much, like so much yeah. that we didn't go straight into the second episode. We waited a week, and then I went into the second episode and was like, "Man, I still hate it. I hate yeah. it so much. I hate <laughs> it so much." And my least favorite character from the Suicide Squad movie. Yeah. And it took all of the things that I didn't like about that movie and like amped them up times 10. Yeah, was, yeah. Because I did, I did enjoy that movie. I enjoyed Suicide Squad or mm-hmm. the Suicide Squad, I should say. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, James Gunn, even in, um, even in his Marvel stuff, you know, he has a sense of like this juvenile humor, which I don't hate, but sometimes the way it's presented it grates me a bit much and and honestly john cena is a lot to do with it I'm yeah not a, yeah yeah <laughs> like I, don't. I mean i i have to say if it wasn't for everybody else because even in the the first episode like i didn't need to see him dancing in his underwear for as yeah. long as that was happening but but the you know enough of the of the other characters make it interesting for it uh, well and that's what i'm gonna say i've been warming up because then I watched the third and fourth episodes yeah. um, together and I, I won't spoil anything about any of it, but I will say that uh, there is a character now that I actually like and am rooting for. And, um, what is he? In is general, it vigilante? Or yes, is it... Vigilante. You know, I have to say, cause I, I only, I got up to the third episode. <laughs> I, the, the funniest part to me was when they took his mask off in the third episode <laughs> And he's making all those faces, and he's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm yes. making so that he didn't, he wasn't recognized." And so, so he's still making those faces as the guy, as the other guy is talking. Absolutely, I, that was killing me. Yeah, uh, really, yeah. I, and so, I mean, 
it, I think it was doing the thing, and this is why I wanted to stick with it because I really, I couldn't tell, I can't tell you how much I hated those episodes, but um, <laughs> I wanted to stick with it because I had a feeling it was going to do that. I had a feeling yeah. it was going to do the thing where it tries to shock you with its most, you know, what did I say? Trauma. You mm-hmm. know, kind yeah, of yeah. Humor. And oh yeah, and, the blood and, and gore, and like it. Even out, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean because it does it does a lot of gory stuff, like even with the like yeah, I mean, cutting his toes. I, and this, I don't know. Yeah. There's something about it. It's not even just the gore. It's there's something when I think of trauma, I'm not just thinking gore. I'm thinking cheap, silly, yeah, silly laughs that are yeah. for thirteen year old boys, which a lot of thirteen year old boy humor I really enjoy. But there is a line. Where yeah, I'm yeah. like, eh, that that wasn't me as a 13 year old inner boy, even though you know I am. Yeah, this woman, but you know what I'm saying. No, <laughs> I know because I I wasn't that I wasn't that type either. Like I I wasn't really into like like it, it's funny because as I've gotten older, I've enjoyed something like Jackass or something like that now. Mm-hmm. But when I was younger, like or when that stuff was out, I really wasn't. I was like, oh, I'm. This is I am too good for this, you know. What I mean, like I had this kind of attitude about it, but now it's like I I find a lot of that stuff funny, you know. Yeah, I, I like I love Deadpool. I thought that was yeah. hilarious, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I definitely can get with ridiculous humor, but for some reason, and I think a lot of it has to do with John Cena. Again, yeah. even though he's not who wrote it, it's just uh, just not a very likable character. Well, they me. they finally found because I I've you know what was I, I ironically he's done a lot of kid movies and i've so i've seen a lot of john cena movies he looks like a cartoon yeah he, and i did i didn't really know who he was like i i didn't know he was a wrestler I, like i had no i i was like first i thought he was a football player i knew nothing about john cena at all and uh it, he kind of creeped into my life and then he kept showing up in things that mm-hmm. then when he showed up in suicide squad um I, again, I was like, well, this guy just plays the same character and everything. Like he's the same personality mm-hmm. and everything he is. But I think this finally fits his personality. Right. Well, like you said, yeah. you know, he, he, he's an unlikable character. And I do know that the, the show is leaning into that. Like I get that that's the point. Yeah. Um, so, so that's an, again, another reason I wanted to stick with it. Part of morbid curiosity, but also partially because I'm like, no, I'm sure that, you know, they're I, like these are all people and creators that I really do love and respect. I just, you know, just yeah. because I love and respect someone doesn't mean I have to love every episode of everything they ever. Oh yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. I mean, until until uh, to be honest, until Guardians of the Galaxy, I remember when I first heard they were choosing James Gunn. I was like, really? I was like, hmm. yeah. You know, I, I don't it wasn't. Think I knew him before that. I, I I knew him from Super that movie, but then there was another thing. He I think I knew him from the trauma something trauma. I don't even mm-hmm. remember. But I just thought he was a weird choice. And then he did he did a horror movie. I forgot what horror movie he did. I just thought it was. I I didn't. I and also the Guardians comic was a was one that I even though I had read. I oh, he actually, did Thirteen Ghosts. Thirteen Ghosts. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, I like that. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah, I didn't dislike it. Oh, but wait, I thought wait, it no. was additional credit uh, additional writing uncredited. Sorry. I was oh, okay. I was okay. I was quick to uh <laughs> quick to say that. So never mind. Okay. Yeah, I, I always remember it cracked me up about that movie. I, I, I mean it was fine. I, I liked the, the way it looks, but how corny the writing was in terms of the way they set up the beginning he's like you uh-huh. see the pictures and he's like i love you so much i love you too and then they're cutting and suddenly all the horror is happening to this <laughs> poor family but it was just it was just so over the top but i mean but i, I did like it did the belco experiment which i really like oh i like that too yeah that, that was, was good. good yeah that was really good um but uh um oh and he did slither oh yeah i really like slither Slither I was... mean, obviously, I like that. I like, yeah, yeah. I like his stuff. I just didn't, you know. Yeah. He did a screenplay for Dawn of the Dead, 2004. That's oh. right. Yeah. I knew. Yeah. yeah that yeah, was really, really. I didn't realize some of these credits from him. And what's funny is that Dawn of the Dead was really good. Like, that was well, it was a real well-written movie. Like, I remember mm-hmm. being very surprised because I, I went in there with a lot of baggage because oh, I love the original yeah. so much. I know, me too. That was my favorite. Dawn of the Dead was my favorite zombie movie at the time. Yeah. And yeah, when, me too. when that remake came out, man, that was so good. I was yeah. really surprised. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I did yeah. not expect to like it as much as I did. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I'm excited to... Then I, I, You know, I, I also read something that 
I guess Marvel, uh, not Marvel, but he he is he's wanted to introduce a lot of other characters, and mm-hmm. one character he wanted to introduce was something right out of my childhood. I used to read Rom, the Space Knight. It was the comic book, and I remember there was a toy. But what I didn't realize at the time was Marvel had signed an agreement with Hasbro to make a comic book based on Rom. And and I don't know if you ever knew one. Rom, no, I don't know but he's one. a he's a silver robot, and he has like this, you know, red light that would go cro- kind of across his his head. But he would fight these like alien uh, called uh, Skrillex or something like that. I forgot. They weren't Skrulls, but they were something. It was something similar. But mm-hmm. they were shapeshifters as well. Um, and he wanted to introduce that character, but he found out Marvel no longer retains the rights to Rom. And it went back to Hasbro, or Hasbro no longer has it. It went to somebody else, and he just couldn't get the rights. And I was like, if he had introduced Rom into into this these movies, I, that would have made me so happy to see that. Like, because that's that was something like right. That was like one of the first comics that I was just kind of collecting, you know, uh, that was not connected to anything that I knew of. It was just one of those I saw it on the rack, uh, you know, in in the in the card store that, that when I used to get comics. Before, the, before I knew to go to a comic store, and uh, and I would just buy the issue, and I had no idea what I was even reading, but I was like, oh, I like the way this thing looks. So, but I guess he's the one that's been trying to introduce so many of the oddball characters. That's why I'm I'm kind of excited for Guardians Three to see what you know what it's going to be. I yeah, just... well, I really I do have a lot of faith in him. I have a lot of trust in him. I mean, you know, I I definitely am. I'm on board with this journey. I just, <laughs> like I said, yeah. sometimes there's some hiccups. Oh, I did see Eternals, by the way. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah, Eternals. What, hey, can, what? You, can you hear me? I dropped my mic. Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I, re- I really liked it, actually. You know what was funny is, so it took me, I watched it once, and I was like, yeah, I was okay. But I, I literally had to watch it again. Yeah. And I watched it again the next day, and it was it made so much more sense to me. Mm-hmm. I think because the story wasn't told, and it's and it works, but it wasn't told in a linear way. It was very it mm-hmm. was told in a very kind of Tarantino out of sequence way that right. that I didn't I missed things the first time. But and then now watching it the second time, you're like, okay, yeah, I really I really enjoyed it. I, know I really what to liked look it. For I know what to yeah, yeah, and I, I feel like it is one of those movies that you want to rewatch. You know, like I was mm-hmm. so excited for it to come out, even though I saw it in the theater, I couldn't wait to see it again on the small screen. And uh, my partner immediately started it over. You know, and he yeah. it was the first time that he had seen it, and he was just like, yeah, same same thing. You know. I just think it's so, funny they they hire two Starks in the in the, in the movie you know without even caring that they did that in uh, you know two Game of Thrones actors who are oh I was thinking Tony Stark oh oh no yeah oh Dominic Cooper wasn't in that one <laughs> like, yeah yeah no. <laughs> or, or I'm trying to think of who was the other guy <laughs> that was so funny. yeah um, it's yeah just... it is but, yeah Robin because it threw me at first when I saw the two of them. In the movie, I'm like, wait, I, I, because I knew one, I knew the other guy was in it. What's his name, Kit Harrington? But I'm like, wait, what's this guy? Who's going to show up next? Is, uh, you know, is, uh, what's her name? The, 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 uh, the white-haired uh, uh, queen. I, I can't. I'm blanking everybody's Daenerys, name. Daenerys, yeah. Yeah, Daenerys <laughs> going to show up, and uh, you know, and uh, what's his, uh, God, what's his name? The, the. Uh, Drogo. Yeah, Drogo and and the imp. Um, mm-hmm. anyway, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been a while. Honestly, it's been a while since I've watched Game of Thrones or even thought about it. So some of these names, you know. Oh my god, yeah. I, I even when I was watching it, I didn't know what anybody's name was. <laughs> I, you know, I, <laughs> unless I had the captioning on, I was like, I had no idea who, you know, who was talking. I mean, I knew what was happening. I just, you know, that's one of those shows I would like to go back and just kind of rewatch again from beginning mm-hmm. to end because, uh, because. Oh man. It's a fun marathon. I mean, it, the nice thing about the Game of Thrones marathons is, um, well, for me anyway, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't feel bad about skipping things. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, not this. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah, Especially like, during so, the first season, because the first yeah. season was like, we want to shock everybody, right? Oh, you my know. God, I know. Yeah, but uh, but even whole storylines, like I, you know, I don't ever really need to see Reek. 
<laughs> you know, mm. again, <laughs> yeah. I hated that whole story. I understood the the point of it, but uh, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, I, I remember. Yeah, I've been there. It's awful. Um, but what else? Oh, okay. So there were a couple other things. Number one, I also watched Encanto for the first time, which was fantastic. Oh, nice. Absolutely loved it. Um, I'm I'm so excited about how well it's doing and yeah. how many people have really kind of attached themselves to Louisa. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. And including so my much, daughter. <laughs> yeah, so much so that apparently, um, what was it? There, there's a bunch of blowback to Disney because they really didn't make merchandise for her. Um, they didn't think that... That any little girl would want to. Yeah, the kids that would character. really, really identify that much with her. So, so now the, you know, there's a lot of a lot of uh, calling to action for them to try and get some Louisa merchandise, nice. which is awesome. Yeah, I I love every character in that. Like mm-hmm. they're all. It's such an interesting Disney film because it it doesn't follow the the typical Disney story. There's no Prince Charming. There's no um, mm-hmm. antagonist, so to speak. You know. Yeah. You know, if there's any antagonist, it's in the beginning, but it's but it's so like I know the only other one I could really think about was maybe Frozen Two. You know, like, yeah, that I, was I guess. Kind of, Although that I, in that one, it definitely was because the people were locked in that area. Mm-hmm. So you kind of had a villain to look at, but yeah, but but you're right though. But, I mean, that, you know, there was it no wasn't it guy. wasn't a clear yeah. cut, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, but I mean, this was just you know, it was interesting. That it was basically just a, a you know, she, what's her name? Um, uh, Mirabelle was was going to each character and just hearing their story, and yeah. and and that was really the crux of the of the movie. But those songs, yeah. everything, like I mean, that's that soundtrack has been since Christmas, since it came out, all the way till <laughs> you know, still every morning. You know that's part. Quinn, I, my daughter Quinn has a playlist that I have. To, I add music to, and mm-hmm. that's Encanto is like in that playlist of of things that comes up all the time. You know, but but ironically, when you look at the songs, it's 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 all the songs from Encanto. It's um, all the songs from um, Vivo, which is another Lin Manuel. Yeah, I still haven't it's, seen that. All the songs from Moana, which is mm-hmm. Lin Manuel, mm-hmm. and uh, a few Hamilton songs that are in there. Well, and you know, Mary Poppins also the the, the new Mary Poppins. <laughs> so I mean, funny. it's a it's a lot of Lin Manuel, you know. A of, that's a lot of Lin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny when I when I turned it on, I really didn't know anything about it, and um, I just kind of knew that everybody was liking it. So I turned it on, and within the first song or so, I was just like, "Oh, this this sounds like Lin Manuel Miranda." But as soon as you got to Louisa's song, I was like, "Oh, yeah." Oh. Because I even had I done a quick look on my phone. Um and what's funny is that the the whatever site I had seen as my first result had the music credits, but it wasn't for Lynn. It was for whoever did the score or something. Oh, you know okay. what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, oh maybe he didn't he maybe he didn't. But as soon as that one started, that pressure song, I was just like, Oh yeah, okay, no. There's yeah. no possible way that he didn't write that. Yeah. <laughs> And then the Bruno song is just—I mean, that's you. If you watch the the on YouTube, they have the choreography, um, and they just they do a side by side comparison with the way the because they the choreography the animators animators used, and then uh, it's it's so perfectly done that whole sequence like the mm-hmm. it, it's just the the way it's staged, the way it's choreographed, the way it's going through, and and. And he's emulating those story songs that are very popular in in, in uh, that type of Spanish music, um, uh, Colombian music, I should say, uh, mm-hmm. where they have that kind of – it's telling a story like that. Um, so uh, uh, it was it, – it's interesting that, that he, he caught that – he like he did that style and – because every, every – every one of the songs has a different style to it. You know, it's a different, mm-hmm. it's emulating a different type of song, even like, like the Luisa song is kind of like a more of a reggaeton kind of sound, mm-hmm. you know, it, like they all have their own distinct sound. So it's, yeah, it's, oh, I, I can't say enough about that movie. I, yeah. I really I've already it. watched it multiple times. I really, I really liked it. Yeah. I yeah. thought it was great. It's nice to have so many like 
just knock out of the park animated films lately. I mean, seriously, mm-hmm. between this and I loved Luca so much, yeah. you know, like that was so good. Moana, yeah. obviously. I even really liked Ray of the Last Dragon. I the the character of the dragon was like it took me a while to get used to her, but yeah, yeah. But I do. I really liked it. I'm 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 on board with yeah. the direction. I yeah. I, we we watch all of those a million times. Like I. Hmm. You know, Silencio Brew. No, you know, I could quote all of those movies. (laughs) Speaking of Disney, I had just, I had been watching this um, video essay that James Somerton was going on about uh, the problem with Hollywood and China, you know, and trying to keep them happy in like gays and cinema and things like that. Mm -hmm. And just in the course of the conversation, he mentioned that the fact that movie theaters used to be owned by uh, production companies like you, you know, Paramount would have a movie theater, and yeah. in that, in that movie theater, yeah, you would they would only play their movies. So you know, if if you lived near one and you know you wanted to watch the MGM film that came out, you know, you'd have to go to another town at an mm-hmm. MGM theater or something like that. But I guess they had put a stop to that with some sort of regulations. That something that Trump did when he was in office means that that's going to expire this year. Oh, really? So, Jeez. I so he made the point, and I'm like, "Oh, I bet you're right." I'm like, "Disney's gonna be making some movie theaters. What do you yeah. want to bet? They're gonna have some Disney movie theaters coming around." Well, they have one in the in California. They have the one the the, the big one across the street from uh, uh, the the uh, oh my god the walk the Hollywood uh, the, the big Hollywood, Hollywood the uh, no the um where the people the Grumman's Chinese Theater they have their oh. big theater where they always premiere everything there. Um, and I just blanked on the name of it, but, and mm-hmm. because when they do premieres, they really, they do, or even when they do, they show yeah, but, movies there. But that's like, that's like their one thing. Like, I yeah. guess apparently this is like a, you know, you can have free reign now, you know? Oh like, yeah. Oh, I'm, that's what I'm saying is they're really probably going to, they're probably going to make like a chain of those. Cause it'll, mm-hmm. they're kind of like, it's kind of like the Alamo in a way, because it, mm-hmm. it's very Disneyfied. Like when I, I wish I could remember the, I want to say Criterion or something like that. I don't remember what the name of it is, but um, but I know, I, I know that people have seen movies there and there's always like, you know, either characters there or they have these, you know, painted what like the, for Encanto, they had like, you know, things that look like the house, you know, built around in there in the theater lobby and stuff like that. Like they theme it to whatever, whatever the movie is that they're showing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I mean, there's so much, you know, I just found out about this technology, that Disney, I'm sure, would jump on and create their own theaters. Is is uh, I think it's called uh, um, 4D XL, mm-hmm. and basically it's the the left and the right. The screen wraps around you, and the left oh, and the yeah. right. Oh yeah, I think we were talking about that. I yeah, interesting. And so I could I could see them kind of jumping in between the 4DX and the other. The yeah. other one that we, the four, the, the, uh, I forgot what the other one was called, but that one where you, you actually see the interacting things with the smoke and, and smell the burning rubber. Mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I know. It's always the bad stuff that they want to, you know, smell, yeah, right? It's I know. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. They need something so that you could say, oh, I smell that. You know? smell like tar before you yeah. leave the theater. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's, uh, but I, you know, I guess it's one of those things where, I, I, I mean, it's going to be rough, but I think right now it's rough for any independent film. I, I it's it's going to be it's really hard to get people into the theater right now, and obviously, yeah. you know, they you need a big thing to get them in. It's kind of how widescreen was invented because when television came out, people stopped going to the theater, mm-hmm. and then they started making things in widescreen, you know, bigger yeah. screen than a square four by three. Um, so I think it's going to happen again where in order to get you out there, you're going to need to be there, but no one's going to want to watch like Goodwill hunting, you know, in, in the 4DX, you know, no one's going to get, you know, right. it's going to be like the movies, like the big event movies, like, you know, right. Uncharted and stuff like that. It's not going to be, you know, good. I know that so does good. look good. Yeah. I saw the poster, um, one of the posters for Uncharted and it looks like, you know, he's hanging off the back of a truck. But he's mm-hmm. looking at the, you know, camera, so to speak. Yeah. But but the uh, 
all of the items are clearly about to fall out of that truck and cause more mayhem, you know, and that's all I could see is like, I could, you know, like that, whatever yes. that scene's going to be. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Wait. Speaking out of falling out of a truck, did you see the new Moon Knight trailer? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It looks so good. It looks really good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I I'm don't, sure. I, and you've got what's his I name's read. what's his name's mug all over the place, right? And on that trailer, it's like, can I be any more good looking? Look at me, right? <laughs> well, you know what's really interesting that you say that uh, because I find that I do I find him so good looking, but I don't find him good looking in this trailer at all. Really, he, he looks so gaunt to me. I don't know. It looks wow. like. I, it looks like he lost half his body weight or something. I don't know, but well, I mean, he looks pretty tortured. He's a very handsome sure. man. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I'm yeah. Not, I mean, I'm not telling him that he looks sickly or that he needs yeah. to put on weight. He looks absolutely fine the way he is. But for my initial reaction, I was just like, oh man, I miss that Dune beard. I gotta yeah. tell you, <laughs> I miss that yeah, Dune funny. beard. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's funny because I, I usually look at actors and I'm like, I don't see like Matthew McConaughey or, or Matt Damon or Ben Affleck. I don't I never see with them like I'm like, I don't get what the big deal is. He's one of the actors I could say, OK, I could see this guy is like a good look because he doesn't look yeah. like a real person. His face looks, look like his face looks drawn in some weird way. Like if somebody were well, drawing and an, like with the chin and the you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, it's it's yeah. really interesting. What I liked about him uh, even before, because I, even in the films that I had seen him in before, I didn't necessarily find him super attractive. But the, like he later I did in other ones. He looks different to me in every role. he plays. Yeah. Yeah. And that I think is really cool. It's like something that you would think of when you think of Gary Oldman, you know, like he can just really transform and um so that's cool. But there was also news. I don't know if you had heard heard this, but just, um, God, less than maybe about a week ago or something, one of the cast members from Moon Knight passed away. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm probably going to get his name wrong, and I'm so sorry, but I, I'm not familiar with him, so I haven't heard someone say it. But Gaspard Ulio? Gaspard Ulio? Yeah, I, I, sure I hadn't seen wrong. him in anything and well, I, think uh, that... I was kind of surprised that, yeah, I guess he's, he's, he, I don't know what nationality is, but, um, but he was, he was an, a foreign actor and I guess he'd he's... done a lot of movies, right? Yeah. He's French. And uh, uh, yeah, apparently he's gotten a lot of accolades in France or in Europe in general. Um, we just don't maybe know him as well in the States, yeah. um, but he's got a huge list of credits and I think that he maybe I think somebody had told me he had gotten, or I had read somewhere that he had gotten an award that's basically like an Academy Award for yeah. Europe. Yeah, yeah. Um, I forget what the name of it was, but I don't. I mean, well, how sad, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I and then I went back to the trailer. I'm like, why well, I don't see him? Because I saw Ethan Hawke in it, but I guess he's yeah. going to be he's playing a character that's supposedly going to be really important. Um, exactly. Yeah. From what I read, but yeah, yeah, a lot. You know, a lot of weird people just kind of died like you know when we're recording meatloaf had just passed away um which was which was sad but then it's 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 bittersweet kind of because he really didn't need to die you know not to get political but you know he he was somebody who didn't believe in the vaccine and and he got covid you know yeah and then um uh of course uh, betty white betty white louis anderson Bob Saget. Louis Anderson, I missed. I missed that. I didn't hear that. Yeah, Louis Anderson passed away. Well, it was weird. Him and Meatloaf died on the same day, which was was kind of odd. Um, and then, uh, uh, yeah, Bob Saget. That was another big one. Mm-hmm. That that was uh, pretty crazy. But uh, yeah, but the Betty White thing was was. Uh, I mean that that one. Yeah. What was weird about that one though was I had just heard that she was planning to do her hundredth birthday celebration live in theaters you know documentary and all that was mm-hmm. going to be and and then that happened so that was kind of sad um yeah. but yeah there was there's been a lot of like uh i know there was somebody else it was there was a, an actress who passed away and i can't even i can't i'm blanking on the name but um yeah, yeah it's been a weird time for uh for that but it was all in a row like i was, it was like okay yeah. usually it's three not seven you know right right <laughs> it was like uh you know, all happening at once. Ring. Um, so to change tone a little bit, because that's very sad. 
I want to, <laughs> I wanted to ask if you had seen the trailer for the new Hulu show, Pam and Tommy. Uh, no. What's about the name of it? Pamela Anderson, Anderson and Tommy Oh, Lee. Pam. Yes, yes, I have. Yes. And that apparently looks... it's done by the same people who did um, the Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah, which that? I love that movie. Um, oh, that uh, was so funny. Uh, I just and I just blanked on the name too, but it but it's a brilliant movie. If any, um, the one it's it's basically follows. Uh, oh my God, why can't I think of the name? It follows what's it doesn't follow Nancy Kerrigan, so to speak. It follows um, Tanya. I Tanya. That's I Tanya. Yes, yeah. Um, and uh, Tanya Harding. That that is a brilliant movie. But to me, that actor, the one who plays Galuli, the the heavyset guy, he's somebody I see him in so many movies. And he always is the, the standout character that makes me laugh, even when he's not playing the standout character. Like even when it's not a comedy, he did the one where about that Clint Eastwood directed about the guy at the who was actually a hero. He was he was a security guard at at the Olympic concert, and they the oh, bombing right. happened. Yeah, yeah. And and everyone kind of thought you know because he found the bomb you know that oh he was the guy. I haven't planted watched it. that yet, but I heard it was good. I think it was really good. <laughs> Yeah, it was really good. But that actor, he's in that. Every time I see that actor in something, it's he's always he always is is perfect with a cast yeah. or whatever he does. So um, I I can't remember if he's in this one, but I know it's Seth Rogen and um, the Nick guy from, Offerman. Yes, Nick Offerman and playing... Sebastian Stan, who looks incredibly like Tommy Lee. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh oh yeah. He looks exactly, and then Lily James surprised me too because she doesn't yeah. look anything like herself. Like she looks like Pamela Anderson. Like yeah, really yeah. weird. I didn't recognize her. I had to look her up. Yeah. So yeah, that that looks pretty good. I also just saw a trailer for this weird show on Netflix. I think it's called Murder or something, but it stars um uh oh god uh what's his name the guy from the guy who hosts the Lego Show and Arrested Development. Uh, the brother Job, I can't think of his name. He's Batman in Lego movie. Oh, Will Arnett. Will Arnett. So he he. It's a show where he's he's like the detective. He's trying to solve this murder, and apparently every episode, and it's and it's filmed. It looks like a television show, mm-hmm. but it's almost like the guest star of that week. They have no script. Yes. They don't know what's happening, and they have to act in it. And just kind of follow along. Yes. Yeah. You've have you seen the yeah Murderville? Um, yeah. I haven't seen the trailer for it, but I heard him talking about it on like Colbert or something. Oh, like okay. That. He was he was a guest star, or maybe it was um, Seth Meyers. I don't remember, but uh, it sounds hilarious. Yeah. Oh, the trailer <laughs> looked really funny. Conan's actually in one of the episodes too. Yeah. And it, it, it yeah, look, take a look at the trailer. It, like it looks like something worth seeing. That one. Looked pretty good, and then there was a commercial for um, the Kristen Bell show. That's also a comedy, but it, it's like a, it's an episodic show where um, she's in this house and she's seeing. She it's one of those movies like Rear Window where she thinks she sees something, mm-hmm. but I guess it's kind of like a, a a Naked Gun kind of show where it's like kind of like one of those overt comedies it's thing. called the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window yeah that's the name of it yeah <laughs> thank you because i there's no way oh, i was gonna be able to remember I, that i love yeah. her too i haven't seen this trailer either ah oh, i'm excited yeah so that looks really funny like when you watch the trailer it doesn't sound like it's gonna be like a naked gun but then when i read more about it it seems like it's a it's kind of a spoof kind of kind of oh, style i'm very i'm very excited so yeah, it sounds like it's going to be pretty good. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot of of quality content coming up. I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so what? Uh, so have you been? You obviously been watching Boba Fett. I'm sure, right? I have been. I've been really enjoying it. I don't know. Everybody's all upset about it, um, or or not like liking it as much as they thought they were going to. I don't know, but I'm really digging it. The only I thing that too. I will yeah. say, um, uh. Ryan Airy from Screen Crush had mentioned something that I do agree with him on um, after he had made his case (laughs) Um, where he, he was talking about how the flashbacks didn't seem to be serving anything. And if it had gone chronologically, it might have really kind of built up that uh, call to action and really understood why Boba Fett 
and made these changes and like really gotten a sense of his character arc and journey and where he is now. And I'm like, I get that. I think that that's a valid point, but I still really enjoyed it the way it yeah. is. So I'm not mad at it. And I think, I feel like it's going somewhere. Like I, yeah. every, every week I feel like we're headed. There's a reason because it, it, it keeps happening. They bring something up and then it kind of, there's a callback to it later on. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, I, I, I mean, I like the way, you know, I never would have thought I would have enjoyed seeing a show on Tatooine because it seems mm-hmm. like such a dull, boring planet, but it's interesting. You know, even yeah. even the the motorcycle kids, you know, they didn't bother me at all. I like. Oh, which, I, by the way, the motorcycle main chick plays the young Juliette Lewis in Yellow Jackets. Oh, really? Oh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. Go on. I didn't mean to cut you off. I just well, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. It's, I, oh, it's interesting because she. Uh, uh, oh, sorry. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Chaos. As usual, um, uh, she. Uh, it's interesting because they they also play with the idea of cybernetics, mm-hmm. and it's happening after you know many years after Vader, mm-hmm. and and uh, I I like the idea of that because you always you know Vader's the only one and General Grievous is the only one that you really ever see, but the, but it has to it has to be happening somewhere else, right? And so I like that yeah. these people are like kind of. Uh, yeah. Going in and changing themselves, and I like that too. I I think it works. The only thing, the only thing that I kind of didn't like, and I felt like was really cheesy and kind of like grated on me a little bit, was the stupid colors of the bikes oh. and everything. I yeah, just felt yeah. Like, oh, it just is. I don't yeah. know. I I get that it's it makes sense for them to want to be so different to Tatooine and like stand out and be punks or whatever, but it just. To, it, it kind of took me out a little bit, you know. It, it reminds me of, and I think that's their ode to George American Graffiti. I think yeah, that was yeah, what yeah, that was. Because exactly. mm-hmm. uh, I, because in in uh, what was it in uh, the the second uh, trilogy, the prequel movies, um, when uh, Obi Wan is going to the bar and he goes to that fifties style bar, mm-hmm. you know. It kind of fell into that category of, of things because it, it did yeah. it sta- it stood out because of where they were like they were in Tatooine like if it was a and different planet I mean. like, it, pro- I, it probably wouldn't have mattered yeah that's that's why I'm like I get it because they're trying to be different from their environment but it yeah. did it I mean I don't mm-hmm. know. but it's a small gripe I'm still so happy with everything that's such a great show I'm not mad at it yeah no I I've been enjoying it I I. Uh, Again, I keep waiting for the other shoe to fall, you know, and and uh, mm-hmm. I know something is going to happen. It is interesting to see the politics of of uh, you know, even like just seeing the two huts, you know, and showing yeah. up and and uh, yeah, no, I I like mm-hmm. it. I, I like what I what I see so far. Nice. So. Well, I think that we have smashed enough cuts for one day. Yes, I definitely. feel like we definitely got to dive in. To some things that I know that we had been, uh, we weren't able to get on the last episode, and so many things to look forward to. The new season of Servant just started again. Yes, so oh, yeah. Really yep. I it's so weird to see it. her and and Leanne be such buddy buddy, you know. Yes. Like, yeah. After after the last two seasons, but yeah, you know, it's it's interesting, but yeah, definitely there'll be more more to talk about, and uh, we will. I'm sure there's movies that are coming that I completely forgot about, but I'm sure we'll pick it up next time. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Bye. Bye. <laughs>